You're listening to the Empowerful Girls podcast that helps you grow curiosity, compassion, and confidence. This is 10 for teens and tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez. In each episode, I'll give you girls tools that will empower you to know you can take on the world. Hey girls, welcome to episode 49 of 10 for Teens and Tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez from Empowerful Girls and I really appreciate you being here. Happy November. It's finally starting to feel like fall here in Las Vegas. And I love this season for multiple reasons. Um, It was my birthday and then Halloween and Thanksgiving is coming up here in the U.S. Every year, I try to remind myself that being thankful should be practiced more often than one day a year or more than just for one month or season. Having an attitude of gratitude is something that we should practice all year long, don't you think? Now, I have talked about gratitude on this podcast before, two years ago in episode three, and it's not like these episode topics expire. So of course, you can go listen to past episodes, and I encourage you to. But just like being thankful should happen more often, I think talking about it should happen more often too. Instead of rehashing what I said in episode three, I will share a different angle on gratitude this time. Now, this uh, quote by Oprah Winfrey really made me stop and think. She said, be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough. Wow. Yeah, that definitely made me pause and reflect on my whole life. Um, It actually reminded me of a scene from Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. It's the first book slash movie. And it's uh, Harry's cousin Dudley Dursley's birthday. And as he comes to breakfast, he starts inspecting his present pile. And Dudley sneers, how many are there? And Vernon, his dad, proudly says, 36, I counted them myself. And then Dudley snaps, 36, but last year, last year I had 37. So then Vernon tries to reason with him and he says, well, but some of them are quite a bit bigger than last year's. And then Dudley just loses it. He screeches, I don't care how big they are. Then Petunia, his mom, desperately steps in to do some damage control. And she says, now, 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 this is what we're going to do, is that when we go out, we're going to buy you two new presents. How's that, pumpkin? Uh, Honestly, like the whole scene is, (laughs) it's comical and it shows you just how ridiculous the Dursleys are. And I would like to think that it's an exaggeration of how most kids would respond to their pile of birthday presents on their birthday. But I bet we've all had a mini Dudley moment where we wanted something else, even though what we already had was sufficient, like a brand name water bottle, a pair of certain shoes, uh, the latest model of a cell phone. There will always be something that's bigger, better, fancier, faster, smarter, smoother, newer, and nicer. Again, the quote by Oprah Winfrey says, if you concentrate on what you don't have, 
you will never, ever have enough. What do you think that means? For me, it points out how important our perspective is. If we are always looking around for another thing to make us happier, we will never find happiness because we will get what we wanted, but it's no longer what we want because now we want something else. We will be too busy hyper-focusing on what somebody else has that we don't. And we'll end up miserable thinking that the grass is always greener on the other side, endlessly chasing rainbows that we'll never reach. Nothing will ever be enough for us. And that sounds like a sure way to always be unsatisfied. But the other part of Oprah's quote says, be thankful for what you have. You'll end up having more. What are your thoughts on that? I think that gratitude shifts our perspective so that we see the bigger picture, wide-angle view of what we already have, what's going right in our lives. When you focus on those things, you realize how much you already have of what actually matters most. And instead of not ever having enough, you'll have way more than you originally thought. Now, here's another take on gratitude. When life is good, finding things to be thankful for is simple. Being grateful is easy when life is easy, right? It's a lot harder to be grateful when things are difficult. And when you're in the middle of a struggle or a challenge, you probably don't want to be reminded, well, you should just be grateful. I don't think that's a useful approach. In fact, I think there are some approaches to gratitude that aren't helpful at all. Like guilting yourself into gratitude or being shamed by others to do it doesn't make you feel humble. It makes you feel worse. Using gratitude as a way to downplay your struggle, as if it's not that bad, is gaslighting. I'm also not a fan of playing the at least game, as in at least you have a kidney or at least you didn't walk to school uphill both ways in the snow. Comparing your challenges to someone else's in an effort to lessen how challenging it is for you isn't the route I'd recommend to gain perspective. Gratitude is also not a quick fix for solving your problems, nor will it cure mental health challenges. And skipping to the silver lining of the situation bypasses all of the emotions you need to process to get through what's going on. When you experience difficult moments, days or more, pair gratitude with compassion. Acknowledge what's going on, why it's hard for you, and how you feel about it, naming your emotions. And then identify something going right or good, why you're grateful for it and how you feel about it. Practicing gratitude with compassion helps you take a step back, focus on something else for a bit, and gives you space to breathe. The problem will still be there, but the perspective you gain with gratitude may help you get closer to a solution to your problem or give you the strength to get through it. There is one thing from the other gratitude episode I want to remind you about. And that's a gratitude journal. I have one, I've been writing in it, and I want to use it more regularly because when I do, 
it really helps me reset my perspective. Keeping a gratitude journal has scientifically proven benefits, no cap, including feeling better about your life, getting sick less often, and being able to cope with challenges better and many other benefits. Now, if you want to conduct your own science experiment, regularly write down five things you're grateful for and why. It's not just a list of things. By naming what you're grateful for and why you're grateful for it, you attach meaning to that blessing, cultivating a deeper sense of appreciation for it. So join me in regularly writing in a gratitude journal for the next three weeks. You can do it. Even if it's not Thanksgiving when you listen to this, you can still practice gratitude. As the weeks go by, see if you notice any changes in your mood, in your interactions with others, and how you feel about yourself. My hypothesis is that if you commit to this, you'll notice a difference and you'll want to keep doing it, as you should. So to help you with this, I created a gratitude journal page for you to print out and personalize each day with five things you're grateful for and why. Print a few pages and make a little booklet. Put it on your pillow where you'll see it and remember to write in it, practice gratitude with it and believe in it. That's the important part. I will link that file in the show notes post for this podcast episode number 49 on the website empowerfulgirls.com. That's spelled E-M-P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L-G-I-R-L-S.com. And while you're there, get on the email list too. You can also listen to episode three about gratitude. I shared other tools and resources like book and movie recommendations that can help you. If you have a topic suggestion, I would love to hear from you. Send an email, tweens, get the okay from your parents. Email hello at empowerfulgirls.com. And if you have social media already, you can follow me on Insta or TikTok at empowerfulgirls. I'm not encouraging or endorsing social media, but I am on there to offer an unfiltered, uplifting alternative to what's in your feed. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 49 of the 10 for Teens and Tweens podcast by Empowerful Girls. I can't wait to talk with you again. I love you girls.